and shall I say vanity um, on and, and irresponsibility on the part of the man. Um, a lot of people want to go into the seeds of those of that of or the fruit of that seed, which is irresponsibility. Um, so with man, as I see it, and I believe as the Bible puts it, even when it goes to Onan, um, who, if you don't know who Onan was, um, he's in the 38th chapter of Genesis and God, he was the uh, second son of Judah and his older brother Er had passed away. And Onan in those times, uh, the responsibility was in Hasidic uh, Judaic law, you know, if your brother-in-law passed away, you were supposed to take care of um, that family. So God wanted the family uh, line to be continued. So he was supposed to um, sleep with his brother's uh, widow. However, Onan wanted the, and this, and this example of Onan is used within masturbation, but we're not talking about masturbation today. We're talking about abortion. So, the irresponsibility of owning is the same irresponsibility of many men today. They're either not owning up to their perverseness when it comes to aggressive sexual um, interactions with women um, or God forbid um, other um, with minors um, with same genders, which I don't believe is of God, but that's a different topic. Um, they're not, you know, they're not being, they're being irresponsible point blank period. So Onan, um, within this passage of Genesis 38, he, at the point of his climax, he, as people would say today, pulls out, um, this is pre contraception, mm-hmm. although it's not necessarily pre contraception. So, um, he, he spills his seed upon the ground as King James says, which Thank you, thank you. I mean, that's that's a little more graphic than what I did say, but at any rate, um, <laughs> uh, you know, millennials don't understand that, so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to appeal to them. But the 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 the, the point here is is that Onan was irresponsible. Man today is being right. irresponsible, and so the argument right. is, government cannot tell a woman what to do with her body. I agree. I also agree with, I believe, the theological truth that no baby should be aborted. And I also stand with the theological truth that man needs to take responsibility for his actions. Um, Mm. So there would be no cause for abortions. Um, of rape if a man dealt with his infidelities within his character or his lust that would keep him from becoming such a man. And there's many different spirit. It could be the way he was raised. It could be addiction to porn. It could be uh, so many different aspects that cause a man to rape a woman. It's wrong in every instance of the word. Um, as well as incest. Those are all fruits of irresponsibility. 
uh, a man that asks a woman to get an abortion is being irresponsible because it takes two to tango, but you carry the seed. So if you, and, and we, the church has been saying this for years, um, sex was to procreate. And while it is pleasurable, um, it is supposed to be within the context of marriage for this very reason. Right, right. Now, the health concerns, again, like I said, I every person has their right to do what they want with their body because God allows you to do so. Although all things are lawful, not all things are expedient. So I don't think it's expedient for a woman to commit a, abortion um, or anything else that is a sin. It is passively acceptable under grace. Okay. 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 Um, so I don't condone it. I'm going to be very clear on that. I don't condone it, but I understand because God gave us free, free reign and um, free will rather to rule the rule to, to have dominion um, and how you condone yourself and conduct yourself determines the output of your life. So the fruit of abortion and getting to that point is it starts with the man and it may end with the woman, depending on the situation. Uh, but if man was more responsible and understanding, even, even if we, if parents and men were raised to be men and understand, like if you lay with a woman and she becomes pregnant and it's your child, that's your responsibility now. Now I know mm -hmm. a particular close friend of ours. Um, I will keep his name uh, free from uh, revelation, but his significant other got an abortion and didn't tell him till years later. Hmm. Um, another instance, another friend of mine got, uh, he wanted the child. She didn't want the child. Hmm. And he didn't agree with it. He was not okay with it. Um, but he didn't fight her on it because it was her body. You know, you can't. And so that's where I'm saying, I, I, now my, I know my wife would never do this. Um, but in previous relationships, had that happened to me, I understand where they're coming from to an extent. I haven't been in their shoes, but I understand, like, I would never, I'd be like, listen, what happened, happened. This is my child. I want to keep it. I want to raise it. I want to be there. But if she made that decision, that's on her. Hmm. So that's, it's the sin of man to fornicate to begin with, but it's also the sin of man to be irresponsible and say, well, I don't want to take care of it and I don't want to take care of you. So let's just get an abortion. That's irresponsible. Mm. And that's not, that's having the bio, biology of a man, but not having the morality of a man. Right. That's something we need to really um, examine this. Now, to think about it, my whole concept of this has been around for the ages. This has been around, you know, Christians are protesting at different abortion clinics and uh, very radical in what they say and how they hear, you know, how they feel about it. And um, we've been seeing this 
for years, but now because it's coming to the forefront, um, now we have a particular voice and how we're voicing it. And I just find it, you know, kind of, I won't say coincidental, but just constructed how we now were able to uh, release our views uh, through social media, like podcasts, uh, video casting, if you will. Uh, so this same subject was brought up on Facebook last night uh, with a young man and um, another Christian um, was actually sharing their views on abortion. And I'm just trying to look at it as a big picture, how this comes to the forefront. And, you know, hopefully a brain that the body of Christ agrees that abortion is wrong and is murder and what have you. I actually worked in the hospital in the OR. So basically um, I wasn't necessarily there in the room, but necessarily I was there around some of the workers who actually did certain things like the DNCs, uh, if you will. And so they would actually was some nurses would not actually go through with the process of actually working in the OR room with the surgeon, and some would, but they really had an issue because <laughs> they saw life. They saw life. And, and so, you know, some of the things they had to do to, you know, take the fetus out was just, it was brutal. It was not brutal by purpose, on purpose, but it was brutal because you saw life. And so, just understanding from that aspect that a nurse has a right to say no, I don't want to participate in this. Call someone in because it's against my belief system. It shows you that um, it is, it's definitely something that there's a life. Um, there was life. There was life there. Everyone could see it. Everyone knew it in the OR. And so, therefore, it was just something that we uh, knew and experienced. And, you know, I... Still, uh, also, I also work with a young man, not a young man, but a barber, uh, a barber friend of mine uh, who had uh, adopted kids, or he actually fostered kids. So um, it actually was something that was uh, I saw that was significant and special. Of course, you can't get the perfect parent, and I'm referring to this because you can actually put your child up for adoption if you don't feel you're able to take care of that child. But they have adoption agencies that that our parents are willing to take on uh, your child, you know, what have you. And so therefore it's still not, it's, it's still not murder. It's still not death. You know, may not be the best life that that child could have, but it, they do have opportunity, you know, uh, to, to make something of themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I really rather see that per se than, um, than to see someone, a child, not, a, not even get a chance to make some other of themselves because someone decided to kill them. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's the extent that we are speaking of. Um, my hope is that the people, men in particular, uh, do not become or irresponsible. Um, that's that's what it all boils down to is is responsibility. Not not even responsibility in the sense of when or before pregnancy um, or before um, abortion is even a, a topical discussion, uh, but for the children that are already here on this earth today, uh, right. which is also an argument um, for 
there's also a pro-abortion argument. Um, I, I stand with them in that regard. We care so much about the fetus um, that we disregard when the, the fetus is fully grown in a two or three or four year old. However, right. It is God's intent was never for the government to take care of children to be in the, 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 what, what people are failing to realize is the government was never supposed to be daddy. Daddy was supposed mm. to be daddy. Father was supposed to be father. It says in Ephesians, fathers raise your children. Um, my pastor, this this past Sunday, uh, I believe it's Ephesians six, had uh, brought this scripture up. Um, or again, I'm not being. It was uh, Ephesians six four, I believe. Um, you know, fathers you need to raise your children. So, though, and it's something I'm learning daily, and and um, learning from mentors that I have uh, and fatherhood and, and being a husband is that you're, you are, you are responsible. So, you know, I would hope that this rings a bell for a lot of men in particular um, and Lord willing, possibly a few women um, that do come across our episode on abortion um, because it's, that's what it all boils down to. Men needs to be responsible for their actions, um, for carrying out um, that particular activity. And when, you know, it takes two to tango, but also like it's, it falls in my eyes, it falls upon the man and it's irresponsible of a man to ask um, someone to do that. Right. And a lot of the, the, the right. counter arguments um, against abortion is, is it falls all on um, the responsibility of a man. Mm. Um, so I, I, I agree with it's, it's, it's a position I'll, I'll, I could never imagine myself into, um, but for sexual assault, um, and then ab- abortion becoming a topic of discussion. I know a friend of mine personally whose father uh, raped his mother. And he later yeah. became a contributing member of society. Now, that's one instance in tens of millions of cases. Um, so I, that's an exception to the rule. And um, I can never place myself into that position. Um, But again, what I'm saying is if man was responsible for his actions and for his own character, he wouldn't have done what he did to begin with. Therefore, abortion would have been a topic of discussion. Hmm. You You made a lot of good points. Um, but I think this is just an overall view of uh, the, of our world, far as considering democracy is concerned. Um, it's just our you know someone's um, political stance or uh, belief system 
that says that they, you know, a woman can do whatever they want to do with their body. Um, but I think I saw something on Facebook where, well, that's another body inside of a body. So you don't have a right to say what to do with your, you can say what you want to do with your body, but that's a whole nother body that you, you know, you're making a decision for. And so you don't have the right to say that uh, abortion is murder. And so that's a, that's a, um, it actually, it was a, to give some knowledge or some logic to the situation um, that, that is another body inside of your body. Um, but, you know, we know in Christ, we, we don't own ourselves. So that's something that we understand and realize ourselves. So it's something that we accustomed to understanding that we're his, you know, and so we're being that we're his. Being, being that we're his, we um we understand we don't own ourselves. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, here's my thing. Um, if you don't want to discuss having an abortion, men just need to stop, just maintain self-control. Um, right, or, right, or marry. Right, right. Find a wife and marry her and treat her right. Um, the, the other, the new, I guess it's more commonplace now. I wouldn't say it's a new discussion, but the new discussion is, um, what about male contraception or, um, mandatory vasectomies? Um, I, I, that would be great, uh, to an extent. Um, but again, whether you have mandatory vasectomies or not, you still have a lack of self-control of some individuals that carry out sexual harassment and sexual abuse. So what, so whether so it all comes back down to where a man is at morally, it doesn't matter. You can, you can come up with a governmental solution of, it all comes back to the matters of the heart. You can come up with a governmental solution, abortion, banning abortion, mandatory uh, vasectomies or mandatory um, contraception, uh, all these different things, um, prophylactic, you know, all, all different types of stuff. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to where is your heart and where are the matters of the heart um, and where, where are your motives? Yeah, it's, uh, it's something when, you know, a child is a taught self-control or taught discipline in a, at, a, at a young age, or they're taught just the exact opposite of what's right. Right. You know, and that's dangerous in itself. Um, myself was raised in that, that concept. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> right. I didn't mean to laugh, so, but yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Wow. Myself was raised in the concept of a uh, you know, this what signifies you as a man, you know, and so, but with that being said, um, this, this is just horrible to um, grow up thinking this is what makes you a man, um, learning sexual orientation through pornography. And so all of those things has a play on your mind. Um, there's a whole lot of uh, things we can see how damage how porn damages a mind 
how it's, you know, there's a pleasure principle in our brains. And so therefore we constantly trying to push that pleasure principle button. Um, I was discussing with someone else how it's only the beginning where you, you, you do that, but then there's something else is a lust always take you further than you want to go. You want to go. Um, then you want to go. So it gets beyond just having sex. And, you know, um, now, I mean, the sin is so prevalent. It's like having sex. It's like drinking water. It's not even an issue. Now it's another extreme, you know, and another extreme is coming. And so it's just, you know, it's just weird to that place where you know, the, the, the norm is not norm. The norm is nothing, you know, you know, we have to be here. We know, I saw two movies that kind of, I think the Lord was showing me the future of the black family, um, where it was going on um, two movies that was significant to me. And that was, um, precious at the end. And, um, a movie by Spike Lee called she hates me. And it brought me to some, it brought me to some concepts to make me realize that this is the future or the current status of the future coming of the black family. Because if you look at Precious, you saw that she found refuge at two homosexual women, you know what I'm saying, and she felt that she was a part of that family um, in the end because she didn't find it in her home home because her home home was, uh, was twisted and, de- and dysfunctional abusive. If you look at She Hates Me by Spike Lee, you know, in the end, you know, he had the, 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 the fantasy of two women being together with him. They agreed to be together with him. Mm. So that that in a nutshell was showing me this is this is the coming futures or these are the coming realities uh, that's that's uh, or family different family philosophies that are coming to us to view as it's okay to do this. <laughs> right. So, and so that's what I, that's what I mean. So, abortion, abortion is nothing. You know, is this is nothing that is to you know is, is as if it doesn't really matter. Yes, that you know, legacy is rare. The legacy of what you are, the offspring of what you have done, is, is on this earth when you leave this place. You know, saying before the rapture comes of course but you know it's just that is a beautiful feeling a beautiful thing so when you abort your child you don't you don't get those you don't get that feeling you don't get that that sense of pride you know that that a fulfillment of completion that you've done something with your life that you planted something in someone else and it took your values your 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 the way you think and their uh magnifying it or they're expanding it you know family's expansion so you know when those things aren't done in your life you know how do you how would you feel you know how do you feel <laughs> yeah so that, that's where I'm at with it you know um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your biological child um, but it could be any child that you make in part and they take your principles and the way you think and they in a they're effective, you know. Yeah, your legacy is is um, beyond the biological. Exactly. Um, exactly. My new, my new say. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, brother. 
Oh, I was saying also is that finishing it, wrapping that up is the fact that you, there's the things you won't, you know, your vision, you won't be, be able to complete the vision that you have God has given you. Um, and you hope that your children take that vision and, and run and run with it. Because uh, you never stop learning. You know, you're ne- we're never going to stop learning, um, Crown One. So the more wisdom we have, you know, the more we're going to feel like we need opportunity to do. <laughs> right. Right. But we may not be able to do those things, you know, when we're 90,000 years old, you know, so. So you want that child to be able to carry those things out. But I'm done. Go ahead. What do you want to say? Um, That's good. That's good. Um, You know, seeing seeing the vision and passing it on to the next generation um, is something. It's a biblical concept. It's a godly concept. Uh, He's done it time and time again uh, from Moses to Joshua um, and so forth. The and even with Noah and his sons, um, the measure of a man is his ability to improve the lives of those around him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like my own little saying, I guess, um, after just like doing some um, introspect, like measuring myself, um, introspective looking at myself and then looking at the world and just like, yeah, like that's, it's pretty much the measure of a man is, is his ability and um, ability or efforts to, you know, more so ability to improve the lives of those around him, whether it be within the workplace, primarily within the home and his own family um, and within uh, the ministry. Um, And so if you're improving the lives of those around you, um, dare I say your name will be uh, favored and uh, your children will leave with experience favor because of who you were as a man, uh, morally, who you were, how you treated people and how you functioned um, within society. And sometimes uh, that's not always the case. We know that with Noah, um, because he functioned so differently. Uh, he was an outcast for 300 years and with lot um he was again just an oddball uh but though he was an oddball or though they were an oddball rather um had anyone came up to them seeking salvation they knew they knew who to go to or they they knew who not to go to because they knew the answer they would receive mhm um so again it it comes you know this topic of abortion comes down to uh male responsibility and taking responsibility for one's actions that's it we have to take responsibility and be men and own you know say that it, be responsible for our seeds we plant i preached uh, last sunday the agenda of the seed you have to discern the agenda of the seed um, and and understand because the seed looks harmless, you know. Uh, it's very small; it doesn't have much to it. Uh, it comes in different forms and shapes, but it's harmless. But once that seed begin to grow, 
you begin to see the purpose and agenda of that seed. And so that's what I planted. Uh, that's what I preached uh, last Sunday. And so we mm. have to be wise as men and, and recognize that God has a plan for this seed. You know? Yeah. Or you have something to offer. <laughs> you know, this this particular this seed, uh, this is child. Um, it's the greatest gift you can give to the world. It's the greatest gift you can give to yourself. And so it's just something that's, that's just definitely God ordained. And I think God wants us to be happy in that way. Amen. I really do. Well, folks, uh, this has been another episode of future focus. We hope you enjoyed, um, what we had to say on this particular matter, uh, keeping you focused in a world of chaos, uh, speaking on domestic and international issues, cultural issues, um, things that happen, events, as well as just coming from, you know, the word um, as the Lord inspires us and, and gives us things to speak on in the spirit. The reference free, uh, scriptures rather um, was Genesis 38 in regards to Onan. Uh, so you can study to show thyself approved as well as Ephesians six, four, um, which specifically says, and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Um, yes, so, <laughs> uh, can't really do that if you're not being responsible. Um, no, nope. so, <laughs> uh, but this is crown one. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's my most active social media page as uh, crown one SOG as well as crown one SOG on Twitter. Uh, check out my Facebook page, crown one. Um, I have some new content. We have some new content coming out. Um, very shortly. We'll debut that soon. And, um, please support our podcast as well. Uh, financially, um, you know, we are listener supported. So those that, have helped us uh, with the relaunch and those that um, are uh, willing to help us. Uh, we thank you and we appreciate you because it helps us get the message and buy airtime, which is our most costly expense uh, buying airtime so that we can spread this message and spread this truth uh, to different parts of the world. So this is crown one signing out. This don't blink. Don't blink. This is don't blink. Uh, I guess I'm going to give my information out as well. Uh, you can reach me at PastorReggieLewis at 46gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, Reginald D. Lewis. And Instagram, PastorReggieLewis. So you can reach me in those uh, three outlets uh, if you would like to reach out to me. But please support us. Uh, we do this with the with intent to encourage someone's life. Um, so uh, thank you very much for your time. God bless.